Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Welcome to the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast. I've got a special guest with me today, Brittany, and I'm going to butcher her last name. I think it's Anderson. Ay, ay, ay. I know it's a silent J. So I, you know, it's Brittany. We're going to chat with Brittany. But I recently did a, not long ago, uh, I did a webinar, had her on. Um, to do a webinar. She works with Practice Better. And so she works with hundreds and hundreds of practitioners all over the country who use Practice Better. And she herself is a clinician. She's a registered holistic um, health coach. And she loves what she does, but she also loves working with practitioners. And one of the things when her and I were chatting off offline, one of the things that she said that she heard as a complaint or a, a struggle, a pain point, that that sticking point in practice from a lot of practitioners is just the lack of feeling organized, like everything is kind of going the way that it's supposed to, just that feeling of being disorganized and kind of chaotic and not enough time. You know, there's just not enough time to see patients and then do all the things that require are required when you own your own business and you have your own practice. So Without further ado, here is my conversation with Brittany where we talk about how to get yourself kind of organized and streamlined and systematized in your practice, and she has some amazing tips to share. So here you go. Here is my interview with Brittany Anderson, I think. (laughs) We'll find out. Well, hey, Brittany, welcome to the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm so happy that you uh, were willing to join me today. We just recently with you had, uh, not too, too long ago, we had a webinar um, about how to add online courses and programs through Practice Better. But today we've got a little bit of a different topic. So welcome. We're going to dive right in. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat today. Um, We've got such a a great kind of thing going here between us. That webinar was fantastic. Hopefully people have checked it out at this point, but yeah, really excited to chat today. Yeah. So the, the webinar was, I got such good feedback for weeks after the webinar, people were just like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe practice better would do all that stuff, but we're not here so much to talk about practice better, but if you want a copy of that, uh, podcast or that, uh, practice better webinar, you can, um, you can contact us at, uh, support at rondanelson.com and we will make sure that you get a replay of that webinar. So Brittany, you work with practitioners, um, and you are a practitioner. So before we dive into our topic of choice today, give us and the listeners a little bit of a background about who you are, what you do, kind of how you got into this uh, world of wellness. For sure. Yeah. So I am a certified holistic nutritionist. I also work for practice better and my journey to working with practice better was really kind of organic because it was a platform that I used myself in my own practice and loved it. It was just such a game changer and I didn't even really like dig into all that it could do at the time, but even just kind of scratching the surface made all the difference too. Um, Yeah. So I have kind of had many journeys throughout my time working in this industry. I started out very much wanting to kind of help um, 
you know, uh, preconception all the way to first foods with families. And then things kind of shifted and I've kind of landed with sleep wellness, which I'm really passionate about. It's kind of an underspoken topic in my mind that uh, needs more discussion around it. So something that I'm super passionate about as someone who has struggled with that during my time very much. So it's always, I think, really gratifying to take your struggle and turn it into this beautiful thing where you get yeah. to support other people. And I think that's very common in this industry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really understand my, with my work with practice, but I very much understand the mindset of a health and wellness practitioner. You know, what are the pain points that we're facing on a day-to-day basis? Often we're running businesses on our own and there's just so much uh, pulling us in different directions. There's so much we need to be focused on at any given time. It can feel like a lot. Um, so it's so nice blending my work with practice better because there's, um, the, really the philosophy of it allows practice better users to do their job so much better. Like they can avoid the burnout and actually have the impact and stay kind of connected to that reason that they started in the industry for the first place, which is to help people. I think that's a common ground that we all have. It's so frustrating, um, uh, you know, for any of us that are in this field or, or really any business owner to that point is we get so stuck with all the mundane and all the details and all the things that have to be done. And it could be, you know, even things like hiring or making sure your taxes get paid and all the things like I've been down that road. I went a whole year, year, almost two years and didn't pay any payroll taxes. And boy, did I get my, you know, knickers in a pinch about that one. I got in big (laughs) trouble, would not recommend doing that again. But, you know, it was just like the crisis of the the thing, the moment that happened and all of those things start to build up, build up, build up. So uh, that leads me into what uh, you and I have talked about off camera. And that is um, about this feeling of just being so overwhelmed in business. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I want to dive into today about, you know, how do we help? What do you see and recommend and how do we help practitioners get deal with the overwhelm because I can't go in and fix your overwhelm for you, but I know there are ways that we can provide support or ways that we can integrate some very specific and simple strategies that will help reduce that overwhelm and allow us then to get to the things that are important, like pay your payroll taxes or take care of people or return phone calls or stay up on your chart notes or all the things. So what, what do you hear from practitioners as it has to do with this, uh, overwhelmed, you know, feeling disorganized and overwhelmed and all of that? Yeah. First off, it's so common. So if you're listening to this and you are really resonating with Rhonda's message, you're not alone. Uh, that's so many of us. And I think it's really great to be preemptive with it. Um, so from colleagues, from just kind of the general conversation that you'll have with other people in this space through my, uh, through the community at practice better. It is so common for people to, they have the passion, they have the knowledge, maybe they even have that handful of clients and things are going well, but things are almost going so well that they can't keep up, right? It's such a good problem to have as much as it's a bad problem to have. Cause oftentimes when we feel this overwhelm, it's because something good's happening. And we have to find that uh, way to capitalize on that momentum without burning ourselves out. And I see it all the time, people who just can't find their footing and it can derail them to the point where they walk away from an industry that they really love and they go back to their nine to five. Um, And maybe that's, you know, great for them. Some people really want to make this work. And so finding ways to mitigate that overwhelm is so key and to think, long-term. So right now, maybe what you're doing 
even if you're just starting out, or maybe you've been at this for a couple of years, maybe it feels sustainable now with where your business currently is, but what are your goals and is it sustainable then? So if you think about your revenue goals and the number of clients that you need to see to achieve those goals, is it even feasible to see that number of clients with your time? And secondly, is it sustainable for you as a practitioner? So I think my advice and what I tell people when I hear about this really common um, you know, element of overwhelm in our industry is plan ahead and think about that long-term vision and be preemptive with getting systems in place so that when you do achieve those milestones, you can actually continue to move forward and scale your business. And I love that because the systems are the thing that give you, gives you the ease in your practice, but it's the thing that often are, uh, I'll say right brain creative. And it's not that I'm discounting the value of right brain or left brain, but some of them are, some of us are much more, we lean over on that, you know, I call it the touchy feely, you know, woo woo side. Yes where we get all into the woo woo. And then we don't have the discipline or the time. We don't think we have the time I should say to get in and say, okay, what is the system that I want? For example, for my customer experience, or how do I want my front desk person to answer the phone? Or what kinds of emails do I want to go out after someone's filled out a form on my website? What does that look like? Once those things are in place, and those are just basic examples. Mm -hmm. Once those systems are in place, it does create so much ease but at the beginning, it just feels super overwhelming when you're looking at like a wall of like my business is disorganized and in chaos. I don't even know. I mean, I, I get that because I am a big picture thinker. I am not a minutia person. And that's why Mm -hmm. I surround myself with people on my team that are those minutia people. They know how to do all the details. And I say, this is what I need. Can you make this happen? And they go, yep, we know how to do that. I'm like, Ooh, good. I'm so glad because I don't think like that. So what would you say to someone who's like looking at this wall of, oh my gosh, my business is completely disorganized. I don't even know how to spell the word system. I'm all over here in woo woo land. I know I need to be over here in this left brain kind of organizational thing, but it's just not my strength. What would you say? Yeah. I mean, I resonate with that so much. I see that so much with our community. Again, this is an industry that doesn't like to sell and doesn't like to yeah. you know do that kind of stuff right it can feel disingenuous to this holistic type of lifestyle that a lot of us like to lead um but when it comes to systems um i love this quote from this book atomic habits maybe some of you have book. read it love that book. Um, it's so good it's you do not rise to the level of your goals you fall to the level of your systems so such a good quote to keep in the back of our minds and really it might feel so daunting and so overwhelming. And I think you can start with the basics, like your scheduling, finding a way to make that feel more efficient and streamlined, the actual meeting with your client and charting notes. How do you make that more efficient? What are the repetitive tasks that you're doing on right. a day-to-day basis right. that you can maybe eliminate some of the, the busy work? Um, so if you can come up with a template or some kind of framework so that you're not having to start from scratch with everything over and over again. Um, these are the things that can make the entire difference to your business because if the um, if you're feeling chaotic, your client is going to pick up on that energy. Yep. And if you're right. feeling cool, calm and collected, they're going to pick up on that energy and it's going to lead to a completely different experience with your client. So right. client experience is like my hill to die on. I think Me it's too. so important. Me too. Um, and you know, if they have a great experience, that's a word of mouth referral likely that you're going to get to your business. So never underestimate 
how much a client can pick up. Like if you're feeling disorganized in your business and you're, you're sending a form last minute and they, they can't even open the PDF and, you know, they're struggling to do those things. It's going to impact their entire outcome with you. Or they come into your office and there's crap everywhere. Yeah. You know, there's stacks of paper because of that disorganization and the system. Like if that's where, if you're listening and that's where you're at and you just have like, like I worked in this BCC. I had a, a couple that was there one time and they were so a part of the cohort and they were so passionate about wanting to really build their practice. But they, the struggle was the disorganization and the stacks of papers and things that were laying all over the place. And it just paralyzed them. So to your point, just finding that way to be able to get, at least clear it off the desk so that no one can see it, put it in boxes underneath the desk so that no one can see it. So when that client walks in the door, they go, Ah, it feels like so, so good here. And right. then I want to say too, on the, when you talked about the same, the do things you do over and over and over again, many of the listeners know that I, um, I always, with my new patients, I always go over dietary, what I call the dietary makeover. Mm-hmm. And so it just involves three basic things, eat protein, a fat and a fruit or a veggie, more veggies than fruits with every meal and make sure that you're getting enough fiber and water. And it's just super, super basic for people that just need a little bit of a reset on their diet. But I recognized that I was saying it over and over and over and over every single patient, every single time. And I thought, okay, this is a waste of my time. And my office manager at the time, she said, well, why don't you just record it? And Mm, I thought, here you go. Oh, well, duh. So I recorded it gave it to them in an email form. So it was an audio file that they could listen to. And then as part of their new patient paperwork, there was a 10 question questionnaire that went with it, that they had to answer. And the only way they could answer it was if they listened to the recording because they wouldn't listen if I just sent the recording. But as soon as I put the paperwork in there and said, you got to answer these questions, all of a sudden they listened to it. It shortened my appointment time by 30 minutes. Yes. And I kept my fee the same. And I decreased my amount of time, which means then I was able to see one and a half more people per day. Yeah. So any, like, don't, don't say, oh, there's nothing I can put on a system. Anything, even that you're saying the same thing in your appointments, the same type of advice. This is how I want you to stretch. This is how I want you to sleep, Brittany, to what you do, right? This is how I want you to, to do something with sleep or prepare your household for bed, you know, prepare that like pre-sleep mm-hmm. zone in your house. Whatever it is, there's always something that you can put on, I call it on auto, right? On autopilot. Exactly. And as you niche, and this is such common advice that you'll come across, um, as you really find, you know, who you work with and excel with, what your methodology is, you are going to have those repeat recommendations. You are going to be repeating that same kind of structure over and over again with clients. And of course, we're going to identify those little individualities and ways to customize each care plan to the specific client if we're working one-on-one. But for a lot of our um, recommendations, there's a good chance you've made that with a previous client. So why are we spending time, you know, rehashing everything and doing everything from scratch? So I really like to advise people when we're talking about this topic of, of time and overwhelm to keep a time log. So take an average day of your week and actually mark out every task that you're doing, how long that task is taking you, because we might think, oh, it's really simple for me to email a form and that's not really eating up much of my time. But what if you could, what if it could be (laughs) five seconds, one and done setting up an automation through a system. And then you never have to think about manually sending that form again. Even if you're shaving five minutes off your day, 
those minutes add up. You're going to get an hour back. And then maybe that hour goes towards new content right. creation. Maybe that goes or towards point check-in. You may be typing the, typing the email yes. from scratch every time. Yeah. Hello, Mary. It was so nice to see you today. Blah, 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 blah. And that takes you, you think, oh, it's easy for me to just do that. But you're typing out an email and you just spent 15 minutes on an email when you could have typed it up once and set it as an automation so that it just goes out automatically after every new appointment. And it's personalized. And for those of you that don't know how that works, you can reach out to me and I'm happy to help you. Like I will help you. But yeah, that the automation, I think that anything that we can systematize inside the practice is big. And we do spend one one module inside BCC business coaching collaborative going over this very topic. So it's that important. It's absolutely foundational. So Brittany, what are your other recommendations before we wrap up on this conversation? We could talk about this forever, but what other suggestions do you have for us that we can use to like streamline, simplify and reduce the overwhelm? Yeah. So I just kind of as like a recap for everything, identify those repetitive tasks. Yeah. So that could be like typing the same recommendation, sending the same email, client check-in, sending forms, identify all of those things, whether it's, you know, doing an audit of your workflow or keeping that time log, as I mentioned, um, yeah. start early. So think about the long-term vision of your business right now. It might feel sustainable, but with where you want to take your business, Maybe you need to get some systems in place now. Exactly. Uh, never underestimate the power of delegation. So if you need to delegate, do it. Whether that's, you know, through through a system that can kind of act as a virtual um, assistant kind of idea, or you're actually hiring somebody. Right. Uh, that, that stuff can feel really scary, but it's so important for your growth. It is. And I'll, I'll jump in here on virtual assistant because we didn't talk about that, but uh, virtual assistants are pretty dang easy to find. And even yeah. bringing someone in for, I've seen practitioners use a VA for five hours a week and it's exactly. completely changed their life because they've delegated out all of like supplement ordering and creating supplement sheets. And, you know, the things that you have to kind of personalize following up on emails, like someone calls and just has questions about what you do. Some of that does require a person, but with a little bit of training, the VA was able to take all of that off the practitioner's plate. And then the practitioner can focus on growing the practice and serving the patients and not doing all that little tiny stuff. So it can feel a little scary, but oh my gosh, a VA can be worth his or her weight in gold. Absolutely. And my last little piece of advice is don't lose your spark. Don't get, don't allow that overwhelm to take the joy out of why you got started in this industry and field. It's so typical to just get so burnt out. So remember that that time constraint that you're feeling and that overwhelm you're feeling is coming from this place of excitement because you're building momentum in your business. So just find ways to find those systems, take back your time and capitalize on it to build that momentum instead of getting run over by the wheel. Right. So, (laughs) uh, don't just don't lose that excitement. It will just feel really arduous. If you, if you get caught up in that overwhelm. Because the overwhelm just ends up being a big black hole that we just get yeah. sucked into. And then we start reaching for Cheetos and cookies <laughs> and then we gain, and then the whole cycle just keeps perpetuating itself. And then, you know, it just becomes a spiral. So reach yeah. out, always reach out. I mean, Brittany, you are such a great resource for your community. You've been so wonderful for us, for our community, yeah, thank just you. providing that great support. And, um, I love, I mean, all of this is such great information. So if you have questions about streamlining, 
you want to, you want help kind of trying to figure out how to organize business coaching collaborative is going to be a great place for you. If you're interested in learning more about practice better, definitely, definitely check out the link in the show notes. You can go there or you can reach out to practice better. I'm sure Brittany would be more than happy to either answer any questions or redirect you, but um, let her know that, you know, I sent you that she's, so she has a, a, at least a point of reference. So she knows kind of the community that you're coming from. So Brittany, thank you so much. This has been short, sweet, super powerful. And I love all the action steps that you provided. So thank you so much. Thanks so much, Rhonda. It was a great chatting with you today. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Well, that was so good. Man, Brittany, our friend Brittany, she really brought it. I appreciate that she not only is a clinician and has worked with people for a long time, but she also then is inside practice better and really gets the struggles that we, you know, face on a day-to-day basis. So quick reminder, uh, if you are interested in practice better, definitely check that out as well. Clinical Academy is open for just a bit more time. You, all you have to do is go to rondanelson.com slash join CA, join CA. And Clinical Academy is really just that extensive clinical library that contains a lot of clinical content on demand. So think about it like Netflix for clinicians. That's the way I want you to think about it. You go find the thing that you want to learn about and then you go learn about it. And that's it. It's just there. If you want to watch the replay later, you can do that later. So we've got live events every month where we get to take tackle like your clinical questions. There's a library of research and information and product information, all kinds of stuff. So it's only open through this Friday, the 12th at midnight. So don't wait to jump in because this is only open twice a year. This we're doing a special for three weeks just for the podcast listeners So don't, if you've been thinking about it and you want to try it out, now's the time. And listen, there are no long-term commitments either. So you get in, you don't like the marriage, uh, then you get to bail out and nobody is the wiser. So you and I can still be friends. It's okay. So go check it out. See what you think. RhondaNelson.com forward slash join CA. All right, friend. See you next week. (laughs) 